0: Welcome to This Might Be a Podcast. I'm very excited to have Danny Wankoff of They Might Be Giants on another episode. Real quick, before we get to that main part of the episode, I have something else special for you. Mike Park of Asian Man Records, who was on the Everything Right Is Wrong Again episode, has something to play for us. He mentioned on his episode uh, that his band, Ojikubo Station, uh, was doing a sound check, and Mora Weaver, currently uh, Maura Weaver, formerly of the mixtapes, uh, and Megan uh, Schroer, who is in a band called Boys, uh, she backs up these two in the band Ojikubo Station. Uh, they were warming up, sound checking one night, and busted into Dr. Worm. So Mike decided uh, he loved how their voices sounded together on that song. So he wanted to do a dial a song version of it. So I've got Ojikubo Station playing Dr. Worm. You've heard it here first, folks. Here it
1: is. You've reached the Ogi Kubo Station. Dial a song service. Call one 800 hello hi every day to hear a new song. And here's your song of the day, Dr. Worm. They call me Dr. Worm. Good morning, how are you? I'm Dr. Worm. I'm interested in things. I'm not a real doctor, but I am a real. I know, and you can tell me if you think I'm getting better on the drums. I keep the front of rock, 'cause. I- so Interested in things I'm not a real doctor, but I am a real worm I am an actual worm I live like a worm I like to play the drums I think I'm getting good, but I can handle criticism I'll show you what I know and you can tell me if you think I'm getting better
0: Thanks, Mike, for sending that our way. I was very excited about that, and I love it. So, hope y'all liked it. Check out Og Kubo Station. Their new EP is called Okinawan Love Songs, and that's coming out on June 14th. It's got Dr. Worm and two other songs. You can get that at AsianManRecords.bandcamp.com. Thanks again, Mike, and let's get on to our main episode with Mr. Danny Weincoff.
2: Pumpkins are my favorite fruit.
0: Pumpkins. Welcome to This Might Be a Podcast, the Song by Song podcast about the greatest band of all time. That's right, they might be giants. And today, once again, I have Mr. Danny Weinkoff here, and we're gonna talk about a song by the Red Pants band called Pumpkins Are My Favorite Fruit. (laughs)
2: the <laughs> pop, pop, <laughs> pumpkin. Pumpkins are my favorite fruit. Pumpkins, the pop, pop, pumpkin. Pumpkins are my.
0: How's it going? It's
3: going great. Thanks for having me.
0: It's great to talk to you again. You've had a lot going on since I talked to you last time.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, w- 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 were we still touring? It was before the cruise, but after Australia. Is that when I spoke to you? Wait.
0: No, I think I caught you before Australia. Didn't I? Uh, I don't even know. It feels even like know. forever I ago. Don't even know. So,
3: well, whatever, whatever the case is, it um, it was... Um, Australia was really fantastic um, the shows were uh, almost entirely sold out um, and we were better received probably than ever um, so it was it was it was a success all around um, and also we sort of restructured the tour in a way that we had not toured uh, before where we were pretty much doing two shows in each city just to cut down on the amount of travel, especially in a place like Australia where every city is so far apart. That you, right. You know, in the past we've gone and, and basically played a show, then flew to the next town, then played a show there, then flew to the next town, then played a show there. And that can be really grueling. So, um, <laughs> we did not do that this time and we yeah. enjoyed it much more, uh, uh, this time around. So, uh, Flansburg was talking about heading back in two years, maybe in 2020. And, um, You know, and um, doing it that way again and maybe even touring in the States in a similar manner where we would try to play, you know, a couple of shows in each town um, and not be, you know, not be hitting six different towns in a week, (laughs) you know, which is what we generally do. Yeah. So. So, yeah, so Australia was fantastic. The cruise was um, the cruise was a lot of fun and also uh, incredibly exciting. Um, in that um, we almost didn't get to play, uh, you know, I don't know if you read about it on Facebook or, or saw any of the, 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 the stuff about it. But yeah. It was, it was pretty crazy, you know, it was a, it was a long, our whole reason for being on the cruise was one particular show that was outdoors and we essentially got rained out. Um, and mm-hmm. in the midst of all the storm and the rain and the chaos, we, we all ran back to the ship and pulled up a bunch of rental gear from the ship and did like a, you know, an, a, a, an unannounced show at 1130 at night or, you know, 11, 1110 at night or something. We had to be literally a few of us were now checked off the, the, the log of the ship and had to be off the ship by midnight or they would have to pay like a $50,000 fine. So we were we dropped our instruments at yeah yeah we dropped our instruments at, uh, yeah, yeah. Our instruments at like eleven forty eight and ran from the stage and <laughs> ran through the like the bowels of the the uh, ship with like each one of us there there were people who worked <laughs> on the ship like saying I got the bass player I got the drummer I got the drummer, and we were running to the exits to get off and and by eleven fifty seven the last one of us had gotten off oh. I actually forgot my passport. It was. It was. It made. It made the whole thing so much more exciting than it would have been. You know, to do a show in San Juan would have been fun, but the way that it went down was really fun. So, yeah, yeah so. You
0: had to escape the show. <laughs> well, we had we had to get off to just wow. to save them the penalties. Yeah.
3: yeah. There's a lot of legal ramifications when you're traveling like that. So, yeah, it was. It was pretty nuts. But yeah, but it made it exciting. You know, we were all drenched when we got on stage, and and uh, so were the audience members. You know, they'd already had their disappointment. They were told the show was canceled. Yeah. They'd gone back yeah. to the ship, probably in their, you know, their rooms like drying off or whatever. And then they made an announcement like, that, you know, they might be giants will be on stage in two minutes kind of thing. And then <laughs> we just start, started playing and people showed up and it was, it was really fun. So yeah. So, and wow. that was my last day wow. of, the, of the tour. The, 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 uh, the, the, sh- the cruise went on for a few more days, but um, a couple of us w- returned home that day. And so, I was yeah. among the ones that were leaving. So, it, it, it was my last moment on the ship was running from it. <laughs> so, um, it was, it yeah, was like it was, it was sinking
0: fun. or something. That's like, well, like it was, everybody's the like lifeboats.
3: Like, you know, our show was like a mile from the ship and there was like torrential downpour. And just as we decided to do the show, all these fireworks started going off. So we were running and it's you know it was like being on the set of a James Bond movie there were all these you know it's, it's the, yeah. the crashing of firecrackers and fireworks in the air and we're running and there there are literally like fans with umbrellas <laughs> running with us to try to keep us from getting wet and yeah wow. really really <laughs> fun and and uh it just you know it was a, it was a very memorable um show for sure um I'll yeah say. so that was the that Man. was the cruise so that yeah so so that happened um <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah a lot going on <laughs> and then yeah and, and since since then yeah since then it hasn't been quite as exciting but you know i've been home and released a couple of singles for you know for my my, my children's music um i have a song out right now that's on the radio um called um perfect day and um, it's getting quite a bit of play, like on Kids Place Live and at a, a bunch of terrestrial stations around the country and that sort of thing.
0: Should we drop it in here? Would you want us to drop in a clip
3: here? We could. That would be, f- that would be great. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's
0: called Perfect Day.
3: Perfect day, yeah, yeah. It's and it's basically like a, a perfect day for a kid. You know, he gets to hang out and ride his bike and hang with his friends and play basketball and whatever.
0: Well, my my school had field day today, so that was a pretty good day. I love elementary school. Oh, that was that
3: was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I loved yeah. I love field day as a kid. Yeah, yeah I loved it myself. <laughs>
0: Was there another song out too?
3: Um, yeah, and then there was another one that was like just basically a scatological song called "Cut the Cheese." Um, <laughs> with, you know, so yeah, you know, that, it's the, the title. The title basically it's self-describing. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, can we should we play a little bit of that too. We could play that. We can. Yeah, I can send them both. You can yes. play as much or as little of, of, of each as you as you want.
0: Sure. I, I got to hear that one. I got to yeah. hear it. I hang out with yeah, kids yeah. all day that yeah. my sense of humor is about at that level, just from yeah, yeah. <laughs> who I
3: it was, it spend, it was spend all day actually, with. So, it. I felt like I was being brave, even writing it, because I've always sort of shied away from those kind of songs. Sure. Um, and then, you know, it, it just uh, I was at a friend's house, and his son was just cracking up at all, all these little fart jokes on YouTube. <laughs> and yeah. I thought, you know what? Let me just go for it and see, you know. so And his yeah. son loves the song, so...
1: Sometimes I gotta do homework Sometimes I do what I please Sometimes I gotta do what I gotta do Gotta go cut the cheese Sometimes it's oh so smelly Sometimes a fragrant breeze Sometimes I gotta do what I gotta do Gotta go cut the cheese It might be Gouda Or Camembert Some mozzarella Perhaps Gruyère
2: Good old sharp cheddar
1: cut the cheese sometimes
3: it's only natural. but yeah so yeah i've been busy with that i'm writing songs for for this um a science blog that's uh, or uh, i guess it's called a blog or a podcast or something it's a podcast i guess called brains on uh the minnesota pu- public something or others that are the uh, the owners of it and it's through uh American um, broadcast company, or I, I don't, I don't even know the details of who who the people are. I just know the, <laughs> the guy that runs runs the brains on part of it. It's a very cool podcast uh, um, dealing with science, um, and uh, often it, within their you know twenty minute episode or whatever, they'll have songs re- very specifically related to the topics. So, like, I just yeah. wrote a song about uh, the the science of lying. And, how, and mm. the fact that people lie and how common it is and that it's sort of mm. part of human nature and all of that. So, I wrote a song um, Wow. Uh, for, for that show and, I, and I'm, I'm planning on writing some other songs. So, yeah, I've been trying to keep as busy as I can. Um, wow,
0: the science of lying. That's. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, I we're talking
0: psychology here. Yeah,
3: well, and we start as early as like two years old. Um yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I actually learned. I learned some things in in researching for writing the song. I, you know, I learned. I learned a bit myself, which is always fun. Nice. Um, yeah, so that all that's going on. So so we talk about pumpkins?
0: <laughs> Let's talk about pumpkins. Yeah. Speaking of learning all things, right, you man. you had to school you had to school your friend. So on the you told this I little did, story yes. on the exclusive episode, but for people that didn't, uh, if you want to give us a little uh, a recap of that story, uh, when your friend said something about. Uh, Pumpkins being a vegetable, right? Right, right. So, yeah, I,
3: I mean, I can give you, there's there's two parts to the backstory, and then I can tell you my highlights for the song. And then um, if you sure. have any other questions, we can go from there. But, so, basically, um, I have a friend um, named Sue Workman who has written uh, a couple of, of books for children and for, you know, parents of young children. Um, dealing with um, families with children with disabilities. Um, the particular child in her book has Down syndrome um, named mm-hmm. Lucy. And um, uh, in, included with her books, and she's a photographer, so she does these beautiful photos and has pictures of Lucy with her sister and her siblings and that sort of thing, um, and doing fun things such as, you know, pumpkin picking, whatever. Um, and we did uh, audio um, versions of the books as well, and I recorded the voiceovers in my recording studio, and my wife was, did, did one of the did the audio for one of the particular books, in which cool. it's, it talked about pumpkins being a vegetable. So mm. I called my friend Sue and I said, you know, I hate to be that guy, but uh, I believe <laughs> pumpkins actually are a fruit and um, maybe we should change your dialogue, and you might have to change the book before you publish it. And so she did yeah. and thanked me um, and then um, the other part of the backstory, so that, you know, so that all worked out great. We all learned everybody yeah. was happy. And then um, the other part of it is, you know, a similar sort of discussion happened around the dinner table at, at a family gatherings for my family. Um, and we were talking about the fact that like zucchini are a fruit. yeah. Yeah, I don't. Do you think it's that people assume
0: that fruit are sweet? Do you think that's where the problem is?
3: I, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But if, you mean, know, it's, it's basically if, if if it has if it has seeds and it has a flowering plant when it grows, then that's sort of the definition of it. So there are a lot of things that people we sort of you know. Eat them and, and prepare them as if they're vegetables, but something like a zucchini or you know even a pickle it's technically a fruit. So we you know we we, we joke around the table that zucchini or a fruit, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and you know it just sort of popped in my head one day in the shower. You know if I it, instead of using zucchini, if I use pumpkins, then I can, you know, um, sort of lock, you know, um, use the the idea of pumpkins being celebrated at Halloween time. And jack-o'-lanterns, right. etc., and then make for a more interesting kids song. And so, I was in the shower. I came up with the hook for the song, and basically wrote the song in the shower. Um, and uh, you know, with the idea that pumpkins are a fruit.
0: Yeah, that's no, a great song. You even say it right there in the. I believe that's like the second verse, talking about the flowering plants and that they bear seeds. It's
3: right. Well, yeah, that yeah, that's 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 my effort to you know include educational content in my. <laughs> In my, yeah. you know, in my, new, in my doodling around with music. Um, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, so it's there. That's there. Your kids can learn a ton. No, yeah, it's it's. Uh, you know, I try to include something, and and the idea is just to, to introduce it. If if a child or a, or a parent or a teacher likes the song, then maybe they'll listen to it and then you know look into the topic a little more and and then you know discuss the idea of of what fruits really are further and and you know make it a learning thing and and but you know my 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 side Mm -hmm. of the the learning process is just to present something that's fun hopefully fun and entertaining
0: oh yeah it's a super fun song yeah, the uh, I mean it works so well with the p pu- 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 pumpkins. You know, you got a lot of songs that have the cha cha chas like cha 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 changes, but the pop pu- pu- yeah. pu- pumpkins you d- you don't hear that one as much. So <laughs> I like that part yeah, of the song a lot.
3: Yeah. Well, so yeah, so I mean, I wrote it, and I and in my head, I you know, I as I was singing it, I realized that I was singing to uh, what's rhythm changes, which you as a musician, I'm sure know what it is, but for people who don't know, it's like a very standard. Chord progression that, you know, pr- I guess it started back in the, the early swing days or something. It's You know, a lot of mm-hmm. jazz songs use that chord progression. Um, and so I knew that was going to be the progression. And so that was since it was kind of a jazzy chord progression, uh, you know, I thought in my mind that I, w- I would have Tina sing it. And that's really where the most fun part of the song came for me. I You know, I, I sent Tina a demo and asked her to come to my studio to sing it. And she did, and she sang the melody through you know, beautifully, and it sounded great. And I said, okay, you know, I was really thinking of having like a three-part harmony on this chorus, whatever. So she said, all right, yeah. play it back for me. And now Tina has perfect pitch. So she, mm. can, she can listen to what she sang, and she knows exactly what the notes are. And then proceeded to take a, a, um, um, a paper plate and write out the other two parts, and then sing the three-part <laughs> harmony. Like, first take. <laughs> Yeah, and so, and so then I tight. said, OK, all right. And it was and it was really beautiful and I, and, and natural. And I, you know, so I, I loved that. But then in the solo, I said, well, I was thinking, you know, I don't know if this is too over the top or not, but would you want to try scatting? And she kind of laughed and then said, I'd love to, you know, like, why not? So she scatted yeah. a solo. And then I kind of like actually jokingly said, hey, you want to do that in three part? And she was like, oh, just play it back for me. <laughs> and so then I played back this thing that she had just improvised. And she literally wrote out two more parts and sang them perfectly. And it the whole thing took like twenty minutes and I really regret that I didn't yeah. film it. Because it it was such a... it was so she was so fluid and so good and, and uh and, and and like magical like I can't I can't do that. I don't have perfect pitch. Oh, I don't need to have the ability to do to do that kind of thing. So I was absolutely blown away by her. And so then you know I, I took that and I I mixed it. She's it's it's a you know she's got a, a, a wicked talent and plays like twenty yeah. different instruments and you know she's great.
0: Yeah, is it right? She plays trumpet. She plays trumpet on the track too.
3: She that's yeah that was the next part. Then I sent her the trumpet part and I wrote out. There's like the bridge section where it, it talks about you know uh pumpkins be a flowered plant etc et um, i wrote out the horn chart for her but when she sent it back to me she had added so much more she put in the little improvised parts and she did like when you hear that it goes to like a diminished chord in the b part of the verses
2: mm-hmm.
3: and there's like this sort of like this building ramp up of the horns that was all her idea and and you know she just like stacked these horns in these really nice diminished chords over top of the diminished chords that were you know, inherent in the song, and it you know it just added a little you know it made it feel like there was a full section there and and it's really just her with the trumpet multi chalking
0: Yeah, yeah, I love how the trumpets like echo will echo the vocals. I think that's one of my favorite parts. How the right right, the, right. there'll be a vocal yeah. line and the trumpets will echo it. It's real. It it definitely does have that like nineteen twenties like Dixieland style jazz right, interplay to right. it. Right. Like and, lot, and yeah. yeah, and
3: she just you know she did that. You know again very naturally and and uh yeah she like i said she plays so many different instruments so you know so all the rest of the instruments happen to be me on this one but then you know without her singing and her and the trumpet parts the, you know the song would not would not exist really you know um so you know for me yeah, it's it's one ringer, of the more there. memorable yeah, one of the more memorable songs we've ever done, just because that, that 20 minutes that she was here singing just blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, was Yeah, really it definitely great, makes so. for a
0: much more, uh, a very yeah. efficient recording session.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we've, you know, we've, we've tracked lots of other, you know, tunes before. I know how good she is, but I just, the way that she did that was so effortless and, and fluid. It just, um, you know... Kudos to, to Tina Kenny Jones, man. She's a she's a monster. So <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and the, the the timbre of her voice works perfectly for that style of song too. She really it, it's it's almost yeah, it takes on well, like a character for that song. It fits yeah, perfectly well, thank with the style you. of the yeah. music.
3: Yeah, she's yeah, she's she can be versatile, but I really yeah, I kinda was hoping that, you know, you know, I I, I do try to write with her her, you know, her strengths in mind. And she has, you know, there are certain things that she does very well. um, And that kind of singing is, is, you know, is one of the things that she does really well. So, Um, but yeah, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for, uh, yeah. So yeah, so there you go. There you have it. Pumpkins are my favorite fruit, man.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Did, uh, when you do the song... You guys do the song live, I assume. Then, yeah, is it a staple?
3: Yes, yes. Well, it, it it it's only it came out on the most recent album, which was called Inside I Shine, which came out in November. Right. So the songs we've done since then, which you know we haven't played that many shows because I was on the road with TMBG, yeah. But yeah, it it, it is it is now part of the live set. We've done it a couple of times on radio shows and, and a couple of times live. Um, and she played, She pulls out a trumpet and does both parts. She sings and plays nice. trumpet. Um, of course, she doesn't. She, instead of scatting the solo, she plays a trumpet solo. But um, yeah, she does Do, both. Uh, when you guys songs.
0: cover any of the harmonies down lower, yeah, anything? I and sing.
3: I yeah, Yeah, yeah. But both. Um, her husband Russ is our guitar player. Um, and mm-hmm. switches with her. Plays bass sometimes as well. Um, he and I sing. Um, harmonies with her on, on a lot of, you know, on the choruses and that sort of thing. Very nice. So, you know, it's not the same harmony parts because obviously, you know, we don't sing the way she does. But, yeah, we sing lower parts beneath her, uh, her, her melody line. Yeah. So. Nice.
0: Do, uh, what do your kids think of this song? Do they, do they jam on it or are they a little too old for uh, something like this at this point?
3: Um, well, they're, they're old for kids' music in general. You know, my de- right. my son is now yeah. a sophomore in college, and my my daughter's yeah. a junior. But I, I, you know, I think they like it, and I know I've heard my my wife singing the, the song around the house. You know, now and then she'll sing it. So, uh, you know, I think it was it's generally well accepted. Um, I wish my kids were yeah. were younger so I could get a you know an honest read on it. But uh, yeah. you know, I know Tina has uh, nieces and nephews and things that uh, she said that they really enjoyed the song, and and you know it went to. When the song was released, when the album first came out, it actually went to number one on the on the Sirius Kids Place uh, Live radio station, and oh, that was nice. the first time Tina had had a song that she sang. She was that was a number one that she was the lead vocal on, so she was happy. Oh, that's great! You know, it's yeah, great. yeah. It's it, yeah. It was uh, it was a it's all around been a been a good song for us.
0: Well, hey, my school year is about to end, but maybe come especially maybe next Halloween. I could uh, introduce this song in my classes. I mean, it is—it's catchy as heck, man. It's—it makes you want to dance a jitterbug or something. So, I mean, I'll, I'll teach some first graders how to, you know, do yeah. the Charleston or something. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. You know, and, they, and yeah, they'll learn something. You know, they'll remember that the pumpkins are a fruit. Yeah. So, yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you got a hook like that, you can't forget it. You can't forget it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, doing botany at the, uh, the Earth Day show that I did a month ago was, was super fun. Uh, it's definitely, I mean, I may, I, I might say that it's the hardest song that my choir did all year, just because it's such a, it's a fast clip right? and there's right. just so many, uh. Words. I mean, they they learned a lot of <laughs> words. Like, I think half of them didn't even know what botany was. They're like, yeah, I've heard, yeah, it's something. About. So even just the title of the song was enough to teach them something. <laughs> right, right. Well,
3: I'm glad. You know, I'm I'm really honored that you you played the song. I got to see. I didn't see the botany one yet, but I saw some of the previous ones that you have um, you had posted. And and um, my wife lost her mind. You know, because I, I was watching them, and, and at the dinner table or something, and she kind of looked over my shoulder. When you know, uh, it was after dinner. I wasn't interrupting our meal, but you know, later, in <laughs> all, right, later in the night, and she kind of looked over my shoulder, like, "What is this?" I said, "I said this is, you know, this is this school. You know, it's elementary school, whatever." And and. Uh, these kids are singing, you know, paleontologists and she looked and she was like, Oh my God, this is the greatest. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, cool to see that, 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 that the kids appreciated and that they're learning and, and, uh, you know, and I've been just enjoying the music. is nice. So, Oh yeah. yeah I, you know,
0: I love it. And you know, it's not like at first I was like, man, am I just pushing my favorite band on these kids? But they, it just, the, the songs are so good. Your songs, Marty's, the John's, they love them all and like even though we rapped, like that was like a maybe a six week unit we did that culminated in that in that program, but they're like, they're still telling me and they're still requesting like if we have like a spare two minutes at the end of class they're like, I'll put on Paleontologist, put on Dr. Worm, like <laughs> they're still right, wanting uh, to do those songs and telling me like, oh over the weekend I was watching this stuff and they're, they're like going and watching like Birdhouse and stuff, And am like, yeah the adult songs, I wow. mean for the most part, you know there aren't many bad words in, in even in those ones either right so. right
3: right right yeah no yeah, yeah yeah i mean uh yeah i could see uh you know i know i know kids that that like the all the giant stuff so
0: very cool so thanks again for being
3: on thanks again for doing this man I appreciate
0: it yeah i know everyone uh loves the they might be giants kids albums and you know they know that you have the red paint theme but i feel like some people need to just get You know, make the effort to go and check out that stuff. And I know so many of the Might Be Giants fans are having kids of their own. I mean, it's a generational band at this point in fandom. And there's just, uh, you know, there's so many good kids' tunes between the five TMBG ones and the four four yeah. red pants yeah. Pants albums now yeah. Yeah. yeah there's just so much good stuff there you don't even need any of that other kid music you got it all right there i mean that's <laughs> well, I, stuff right yeah. there. so
3: can i if i could just <laughs> add one thing my albums are, yeah. are under my name they're not under red pants band they're, they're, even though the band is called red pants band when we would play live it all the albums are under danny weinkoff so if you go to spotify yes. or itunes or any wherever you find music youtube etc they're all under the danny weinkoff so
0: Yes. And then you've got dannywankoff.com. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yes. okay, Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Okie doke. All right. Thanks so much, Greg. Yeah. Thanks again. Have a good night, Danny. Yeah. Great to talk to you, man. You too. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: Well, that was awesome. Thanks again for listening to another episode of This Might Be a Podcast. Please, if you haven't heard the first appearance of Danny Wankoff on our exclusive, Patreon exclusive from back in February, late February. Uh, hit up to Patreon. Patreon.com slash This Might Be a Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at This Might Be a Pod. Facebook.com slash This Might Be a Podcast. You can email me at This Might Be a Pod at gmail.com. Please leave me some voicemails. 224 801 2930. That again is 224 801 2930. Also, don't forget to check out our Bandcamp. This might be a podcast.bandcamp.com. We've got the live tribute compilation up now from back when we did the Don't Let's Start live episode. So that is up there, and it is for free, or name your price if you want to throw a few bucks my way. So thanks again to Danny Weinkoff. Everyone check out his stuff and the Red Pants Band, and we'll see you later.